Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Earn Your Good Day podcast, where we have a fundamental belief that people are stronger, more resilient, and far more capable of things than they believe in or have ever been told is possible. I'm your host, Zach Kanadi. Thank you guys so much for joining me and listening in today. It means the world to me. I hope you guys are kicking ass, taking names, and most importantly, earning your good day all right now guys we have a very special episode today we are continuing on with the mini series that we are in lessons from the mount and we are in volume four all right now however before we get into that and before i tell you guys more about today's episode i do have a value proposition for you and that is you do have a couple options in this so if I hold up my end of the bargain, which is if you find if the episode today is useful, thought-provoking, gives you a different perspective, if there's any humor in it, or frankly, if you just find it out to be good information, I ask that you do one of two things. Option one is that you start implementing this right away into your personal life. The reason I ask you to do it right away is is because this is how you personally are going to get the most benefit out of it. All right, guys, the goal of this show is to provide as much valuable information to the world to help you guys live a better, more fulfilling life as possible. While I can offer you the value, I do need you guys to put it into play. All right, and option number two, which this is going to help fulfill the mission of the podcast of building a community of like-minded individuals who are trying to solve today's problems by first becoming a better version of themselves. Option two is you guys sharing this episode with somebody who you think it would benefit. All right. So if you know somebody who would benefit and you're like, yo, Zach, I'm kicking ass in this area in my own life, but I know somebody, I ask that you guys share it. All right. It helps me out. It helps the show out. And you can be a badass and help your friend out and help them improve their lives. Now, so far, this is volume four. And our first three volumes, we've covered how backpacking is almost the same of life as life and the logistics of planning a backpacking trip. We have talked about the mentality that is required and how to have the best, most sustainable and lasting mentality on a backpacking trip and we have finally last week we talked about some techniques that are going to help us with the maintenance and help our backpacking trip be more comfortable well guys today we are talking about how to trust yourself on your backpacking trip all right and how to put yourself out there so that you can have a better experience. Now we have two lessons to go through this. And while all of this is all in reference to a backpacking trip, really guys, all of these lessons can be applied to our everyday life. All right, I think that is why backpacking is so similar to life and that's why we started with that. Because I wanted to lay the framework for you guys to see how a backpacking trip really is life condensed down into a very short time period. And that could be anywhere from a weekend to six months, depending on how long your trip is. So take all of these guys, understand that while I might be talking about them from the lens of a backpacking trip, we can also take them from the lens of real life. All right, and today we have two topics, two lessons 
They're quite simple, uh, but they're going to be a little, little bit against the grain from what you grew up with. All right. And the first one is I want you guys to stop listening to your parents and start talking to strangers. All right. And now I'm sure all of you guys, just like I was, had it drilled into your head a million times by your parents. Don't talk to strangers. Right. And the rationale went usually something like this. They're going to take you. You're so cute. You're going to disappear. They're going to snatch you. You know, strangers are dangerous. Stranger danger. It went something like that. And now while it had some validity back in the old days, and don't get me wrong, there's still a little bit of validity to it today. Most of the time, it's going to hold us back. Because let's be honest, in the real world, you have to talk to strangers. I mean, if you get a new job and you have all new coworkers, how are you going to meet anybody, right? Because if you listen to that axiom and you never talk to strangers, you're never going to talk to your new boss. You're not going to go to an interview. Hell, how are you even going to meet your next boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, roommates, even your neighbor? Okay? We must talk to strangers. I mean, isn't this what we go to school for, right? To learn how to make friends and learn new information? We go to school and our teachers at the beginning of the year are strangers, yet we're just having a one-sided conversation with them when we listen to a lecture. Or you go to college and you have a 400-person lecture and this total stranger of a, of a teacher, of a professor who's got you know a couple initials after their names telling you that they're an expert on this thing and you should listen to them. Well, that's a conversation if you really think about it. All right? And I figured out why it's so hard for us to go up and have conversations with people, at least for most of us. And that is when we go up to a stranger, we feel burdensome. All right. It's because most of us, we're not in sales generally. So we're not going up to somebody and we feel like we are taking something from them or we are being more of a burden than we are adding to their life. And at first, when you start feeling like this, you know, it's 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 a little awkward. I'm not going to lie. Yet, what I learned was talking to strangers, this is where most of my lessons came from. Hell, the second lesson of today, Hike Your Own Hike, was spewed from a girl named AJ. I met halfway through my trip, and she said it all the, all the time. Hike your own hike, man. Hike your own hike. Do your own thing. Hike your own hike. Right, you pack for your fears came from my guy molasses weasel, aka Joe. Right, uh, having the idea to even hitchhike into Gatlinburg came from, you know, white whale molasses weasel and a guy named Meatball. Knowing what to drop came from Meatball. Knowing that it's okay to run up to a black bear and yell at it with some hiking poles and get within twenty feet came from a guy named Josh. Right. Most of the lessons that I learned, and I haven't even dived into most of them, guys. This series is just the highlights. Most of them came from talking to strangers, all right? I mean, hell, that's how I even got it, was able to hitchhike from the Appalachian Trail into Gatlinburg in the first place. I had probably well over 100 conversations, and only two of them were fruitful, right? Or I guess there was more than two, but only two of them actually led to a ride, in order to give me back. And a conversation I had with Keith and Joe earlier in the week is the whole reason why I was able to have a shuttle 
to get back from Gatlinburg onto the Appalachian Trail. So otherwise, I would have had to figure out how to hitchhike. And frankly, I probably would have ended up in jail because I found out it's a felony in Tennessee, which I didn't know. But a wonderful police officer, uh, when I was trying to hitchhike to my hotel, decided to pull over and inform me of such a thing. So when we start having these conversations and we start going to talk to people, it's going to feel strange, right? And it's because we don't normally do this, right? It, it's a new, it's a foreign thing, and you probably still feel like you're a burden. Yet, this, what I learned backpacking from literally just enjoying conversations and realizing that these complete strangers are equally enjoying the con- having the conversation with me. They are equally enjoying it. And this is really where it flipped, was that as much value as I am receiving from this person, they are receiving the same amount of value, right? And at first, I didn't quite get this, but these people were so intrigued to hear about what I had to say, where I was from, who I was, what I did, why was I hiking the section of the Appalachian Trail alone, you know, and frankly, guys, the value I was adding was just my experience of life. It was my unique take on this thing we all go through, which is life. And I got to give a shout out to my boy Dylan because he has been preaching this to me for literally years. And it took me spending weeks alone in the in the forest talking to random strangers to finally understand what he was getting but that is this, like, you have value to add to every single person you interact with. And that is simply the unique experience that you have had in your life. And what you can do with that is instead of feeling like a burden, you can realize that you are able to bestow this other person, this stranger, with a gift of your conversation, which really is a gift of your life experience. Now think about how many lessons your grandparents taught you or your parents taught you just by them having a conversation or telling you a story, right? If we think about it, conversations with strangers or conversations in general is how society learned and progressed for thousands of years. I mean, hell, in the beginning of human existence, we didn't write things down. Religion, right, and stories, they weren't written down in books how we have them now. They were told as stories, as epics, as chronic chronicles, and myths and legends, and they were passed from generation to generation. And then eventually, once we invented the ability to write and we invented written language then they were documented and transcribed into books but it wasn't like that at first and that means if you were uh you know a rural farmer 400 years ago right and there was a brand new invention or a brand new way to till your fields right or a brand new way to sharpen your till you wouldn't know that unless you went into town every once in a while and you went to the local pub and you conversated with strange people, right? Random people. And those random people would give you the information that they had. And maybe you would find somebody and they had this great new way to sharpen their tills so that it, it lasted longer. It cut through the dirt better. 
And then once you could ask them about that, get their information, and then take it back and your life could be better. And then the next time you go out and you meet a new person who doesn't know about this new way, you can bestow a gift onto that person and they can help better their life, right? So when we take this frame that us approaching somebody just to have a conversation can be a gift to them, it's going to take away a lot of the anxiety. And I think there's a secondary thing that's really going to help us reduce this anxiety and it's really going to lower the barrier of entry for people. And that is the frame that we go into the conversation with. So we're going to have a couple frames here. And the first one is that we have a gift to offer, which is our life experience. And the second one is that we are simply trying to understand the other persons. Or another way to put it is we're going to go in with a curious mindset. We're not going to go into conversations trying to prove ourselves right or wrong. We're simply going to have a curious mindset and one in which we are trying to understand the other person. All right. And when we go and we can understand the other person, if we are trying to, you know, make a new friend, if we first understand the person, we can then select, oh, I actually do want to be friends with this person. Or, you know, maybe we just don't click that well. Or, you know, if you want to ask somebody out on a date, you can go in and if you're trying to understand, it's like, well, hey, what's this person like? Do I even want to take them on a date? Or do I even want to work at this job, right? So we want to go in offering something, right? Knowing that we have something to offer, excuse me. And we want to go in seeking to understand the other person. And once we do this, what it, what I started to notice was it allows us to, it allowed me to be my most authentic self, right? And allowed me to be a more authentic version of myself. And I think it also helped that these were complete strangers, right? They didn't know me. They didn't have any past reference of me. They didn't know me from 10 years ago. They didn't know me from school or from college or just know me from the bars or whatever. They had no understanding of who I was. So really, I could present whoever I wanted, but when I went in knowing that I had something to offer them, and I went in trying to understand them, I chose to be my most authentic self. And this way, I didn't feel like I was hiding behind something, right? I didn't feel like I was trying to manipulate them into a certain view of myself to make myself look better. And just to go back to last time, you know, the last episode and the lesson of you're going to smell, why the fuck do I care if they don't like me? Right? I also get to pick and I also have a say if I like them or if I don't like them. Right? And that's where the understanding comes in. Because if I understand you, right, maybe I don't like you. And then we, I, we can civilly and respectfully decide, you know, hey, maybe th- this conversation doesn't need to go any further. Or we don't actually have anything to talk about. That's okay too. And what I noticed really, and I think b- bigger... What this does is this is going to go in and this leads us into our second lesson, which is hike your own hike. And really what this one is all about is adding and living your own experience of life and your backpacking trip as you see fit. 
If you want to go on a backpacking trip and you want to cover 100 miles in five days, go for it, man. If you want to cover 100 miles in 100 days, go for it, man. If you want to hike 30 miles in one day and two miles the next day and then hike another 25 miles and then take three zero days in a row, go for it. You want to know why? Because it's your hike. It's not my hike. It's not your parents' hike. It's not your friend's hike. It's not your boss's hike. It's not your wife's hike or your husband's hike or your kid's hike. It is your hike. And there's going to be a lot of people who are going to try and tell you to do it this way and that way or you should do more of this or you should do less of that or, you know, maybe you should go this route instead of that route. It's up to you if you want to listen to them or not. And the only reason I think you should listen to those people is if you think it's good information. If you don't think it's good information, even if they're your best friend and you think they're telling you a bunch of bullshit, don't listen to them. Right? It's okay. You're not disrespecting that person. Right? You're simply doing yourself a favor and doing them a favor by hiking your own hike. And what we start to learn is that we can add our own experience to life. And the more experiences we gather in our life, the more value we have to give to other people. Right? Because let's let's be honest here. If you live a carbon copy, the most basic life, right? Which is wake up, go to work, come home, watch Netflix, have a beer, smoke some weed, go to sleep, rinse and repeat, or you go to work on Monday and you can't wait until Friday to get shit-faced, what value do you bring to this world? Right? What value can you add to people other than being a good drinking buddy or someone to bitch about uh, at the water fountain? You know, like you guys can bitch about life together at the water fountain. But what real value, what real additive and benefit are you bringing to this world if you're just going to be a carbon copy of everybody else? And let me ask you this. Why would you want to be a carbon copy of everybody else? If you ask me, that life sounds like shit, right? Hating your life until you can go drink on Fridays. Fuck that, man. (laughs) Fuck that. That's... That's like 80% of your week right there. 75% of your week right there if you wait. If you hate Monday through Friday afternoon. That's like majority of your week, dude. Why would you want to live that life? Yet most people do because most people are afraid of hiking their own hike. And when we do this, right, when we talk to strangers, realize that we have value to give to others and realize that as much as we can give... Learn from them, we can give back to them. And the more we do that, the more authentic we show up and the more we want to hike our own hike, what we start to learn is that we can trust ourselves, right? Because in order to talk to strangers, you have to trust your gut that you're going to pick the right stranger. And yet, trusting your gut is a skill because you're going to pick some strangers who don't want to talk to you. You're going to pick some strangers to talk to who you don't like, Right, You're going to do some things. You're going to have some experience. And you know, you're going to look back and be like, that was not the right decision in that moment. But what you do is you keep hiking your own hike because then you learn from it. 
And the more conversations you have with strangers, you can go, oh, that was similar to what I experienced. And you can learn from them. And then when you approach a similar situation in your own life, you now have not only all of your experiences, but all of the other person's experiences, right? The ones that they shared with you. And you can move through the world more effectively. And this is where hiking our own hike comes in. And I think this one is probably one of the most important. Le- this is the most important out of the two today because this takes bravery because there's a whole lot on social media in the mainstream media in the news and politics that tells us to be carbon copies of ourselves tells us to stand out in every other way but thoughts right you should never disagree with the modern media you should you can't disagree with your neighbor like they're you they hate you and you have to hate them bro hike your own hike and if people don't like it fuck them Right, people, people tell me all the time, Zach, you need to slow down. Zach, you need to sleep more. Zach, you need more balance. You should do more of this. You should do less of that. You should do it this way and not that way. You should do this versus that. And I want to say to all of you in the most respectful way, go fuck yourselves. This is my life. I'm going to hike my hike however the fuck I feel see fit. And if you don't like it, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. And I can go through life with this attitude because I trust myself. Because I hike my own hike. And because I hike my own hike, I know I'm being true to myself. So I don't have to fear that I'm shifting, right? Or that I'm putting on a front or this isn't who I truly am. And now do I go through phases where, you know, maybe I'm not always living my truth as much as I would love to? Sure. No one's fucking perfect, dude. No one's perfect. But what I do go through and what I have grown into over the last couple years is that I recognize I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm intense. I am passionate. I have high standards more than most people. I don't like sitting still. I want to be strong. I want to do everything other than feel weak, right? I have massive goals. I am driven. And frankly, I don't think on the same frequency that most people think on. I'm okay with that because I don't want to be like most people. And frankly, I don't think most people want to be like me. And that's okay too. And most people probably don't want to be exactly like you. And that's okay, because you probably also don't want to be like most people. Revel in that, man. And hike your own hike. Somebody could, it could be a family member, and they're going to give you advice, and they're probably trying to say, they're probably trying to give you genuine advice. But if it doesn't work for you, you don't have to get angry. You don't have to get mad. You don't have to say, fuck you, Uncle Jimmy. Right? You can just say, all right, well, hey, thank you, man. You don't have to tell them that that you're not going to use it. Say, yep, cool, I appreciate the advice. And then go do whatever you're going to do. Alright? Guys, I want to leave you with this. Because I want you guys to start talking to strangers. So you can have a more exciting life. And you can start realizing that you have value to bring to this world. You have value. And you need to talk to strangers. And you need to spread your value. Because your gift is needed in this world. But you're never going to meet... The people who are going to help you help your gift flourish if you don't start talking to more people. 
And then two, guys, I need you to realize that you can add to your value that you can give to the world by living and hiking your own hike. You should not try to live somebody else's life. You should not try to hike somebody else's hike. And nobody can hike your hike but you. All right, guys. So those are the two lessons I want to leave you with today. All right. And I'm going to give you guys a recipe for today. And it's pretty simple. Is drink more water. It's not even really a recipe. It is a nutrition tip. And I want to give it to you guys because it is hot. It is hot today, tomorrow, uh, when the day after this is released. It is going to be like 95 here in Minnesota. And water is one of these critical things that we need. In fact, we are 99% water if you count up the number of molecules in our body. 99 out of every 100 molecules in our body are water. Now, there are a couple things, so I guess we can make this a, a thing about water and hydration that we need. But we need certain electrolytes in our water, and let me tell you why. Because if we are just drink straight water all the time, it can actually dehydrate us. I know, it's mind-blowing, right? You're like, but Zach, I'm told to drink water all the time, and that's what's hydrating. Fortunately, H2O is only half of what's hydrating the other half is how we actually get that water into our cells all right and in order to do that we have these things that you guys have all heard of and those are electrolytes and namely we have potassium calcium sodium magnesium and zinc those are going to be the main electrolytes that we need now we need them in all different ratios but the really the big three that we are going to need are potassium uh, mag magnesium and sodium if we have those three we're going to be set and I'll give you guys the ratios that we need total in a day sodium almost everybody takes care of however if you are eating anywhere relatively clean or you're watching your diet and trying to eat mostly unprocessed food or minimally processed food and you don't salt your food you actually might not be ingesting enough sodium, especially if you are active, and it's super especially if you are active outdoors, all right? Because it's a summer, you're going to sweat more, which means your body's going to lose more salt. So what we can do is we can add some salt in it. We can also take supplements. Uh, <clears throat> you can get a lot of supplements from a lot of people. The one that I have been using is also a glycogen replenishment. It is a glucose store and it is First Form's Intra Formula. So it's their Intra Workout uh, Endurance Rehydration Pack. It gives a hundred calories worth of carbohydrates, aka 25 grams. It gives like 300 milligrams of sodium, 200 grams of potassium, and then like 50 grams of magnesium. And now what those things are going to do is it's going to make us more awake, more alert. We're going to have better muscle contractility. We're going to have better nerve function. We're going to have better cognitive function. And those electrolytes are actually what is going to pull the water from our bloodstream into our cells. right? Because if we drink just water right, and we don't have any electrolytes, what our kidneys are going to do is they're going to be like, yo... Where'd all of our electrolytes go? We're way out of whack, right? Like we don't have enough sodium. We don't have enough potassium. We don't have enough aldosterone. We don't have enough magnesium or zinc 
or calcium, right, or any of these things. What we So what we have to do is we actually have to get rid of all this extra water, and it's going to cause you to pee more than what you should. And then, because basically we're going to lower the concentration in our blood, and our body wants to get back to baseline, a.k.a. homeostasis, so it's going to urinate more in order to do that because if we have too much water in the blood and not enough electrolytes we're just going to urinate out and pee out all the extra water so an easy way you guys can do this i have talked about this before as you guys can throw a couple dashes of salt in your water you guys can squeeze half a lemon into this the other great one that i guess we'll do a recipe for this is you can throw some fruit or some cucumbers or some strawberries or some pineapple or some oranges or really whatever type of fruit or springy vegetable that you want into your water. And so how you can do this, it's super simple, is take a fruit or vegetable. Some common ones would be lemons, cucumbers, strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, cherries, um, watermelon, cucumber I think I mentioned, Right, You can do anything like that. And what you're going to do is you're going to chop it up pretty small. Uh, not like minced or anything, but big, you know, but small to medium chunks. And I want you guys to put a, just a couple dashes of salt in there. And either you can do it before you put those in, kind of let them marinate a little bit in the salt. The same way you would put sugar on strawberries to make them juicier. If we put just a little bit of salt on there, we're going to help extract all those juices out. And then I want you guys to put them in your water pitcher. And once a pitcher, every other pitcher, just change out the fruit, guys. And what that's going to do is all those fruits and vegetables, they have electrolytes in them. And they are already biologically available. They have other nutrients in them. And when we put them in water, they're going to dissolve. And then when we drink that, we can do that. We can ingest those as our own. So for like a gallon of water, I would recommend somewhere about probably two to three cups of fruit or vegetables per gallon of water. And now that sounds like a lot. Uh, you can change it depending on the taste you want, how strong you want it to go. But it also is going to flavor your water a little bit. So it's going to add a little bit of flair to that. So guys, that is the episode. I hope you guys had a great takeaway. I hope you guys learned a lot. I hope you guys start talking to strangers and you really start hiking your own hike. Guys, it is your life. You are the only one to do it. You're the only one who can do it. And it's going to help you start to trust yourself. All right. So guys, just like I asked in the beginning, if you found this episode useful, thoughtful, we can give you a different perspective. Either I need you either to start implementing it into your own life right away or I need you guys to share it with somebody so that you can help them implement it into their life and their life can get better. Now, guys, keep going out, kicking ass, taking names, but most importantly, keep earning your good day. Peace. Peace.